Good morning. Hope everybody's doing well today on this fabulous Monday morning. Just another day in paradise for you and me. I uh, hope everybody is doing well today on this Monday morning. It's Monday, Monday, Monday. And uh, uh, you've either woke up in a, a good mood and ready to hit the day going, or you woke up and said, oh my gosh, I have to look and think about all the things you have to do. But you know what? This is the day the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad in it. And, uh, you know, I realize that uh, there are those of us who are morning people and those of us who are not. And uh, I know that I am one of those individuals who generally wake up and be ready to, to joke and to tease and to take sticks and poke the bear and, and torment uh, my wife and daughter and anybody else who crosses my path. But uh, that's just me because I'm a pest. But, uh, you know, I know some people, it takes them some coffee, uh, time to just sit and reflect and... <laughs> Before they can, it's midday before they even think about getting going. Hello, Mr. Keller. And uh, so that's understandable. But, uh, you know, I was talking about this last night uh, when I was uh, giving the uh, evening message. Uh, you know, let's just think about and concentrate on your walk with Jesus Christ. Don't worry about, uh, uh, you know, there's some people out there trying to fight addictions. There's people out there trying to fight, trying to quit smoking. People out there worried about job security, worried about finances health, uh, whether it be physical, emotional, spiritual, all these things. And it can all seem like a massive mountain of, of things that you're, you're trying to deal with at one time. It feels overwhelming. And uh, all that I can tell you that is just to concentrate on the Lord, live today for Jesus Christ. Don't worry about tomorrow, next week, next month, next year. Now, I'm not saying don't pay your bills. You got to pay your bills or you won't have electricity or internet or a home to live in. But I'm just saying concentrate on today. You know, just like that illustration I used a few weeks back, talking about the Marine who was taking these uh, all these soldiers to uh, to hike up this massive mountain. And at the, at the foot of the mountain, it looks huge. You think you'll never make it. He says, just focus on one tree. Focus on that one tree. Once you make it to that tree, focus on the next tree. Well, as us as Christians, just focus on the Lord. Just focus on this day, just trying to use it to glorify God. And then each day, if God grants you the grace to wake up each and every day, use that and just and just concentrate on that day serving Jesus. And just like those trees, before you know it, you've overcome that huge mountain you thought you would never be able to overcome. So always keep that in mind, okay? So today we're going to look at 1 John uh, chapter 1, verse 7, and uh, I hope that uh, uh, if you have your Bibles handy, by please, uh, by all means, uh, be sure and, and get those out and follow along if you and, and highlight these, read these, and so you can have it to go back on in reflection. And so here it is, it says, but if we walk in the light as he is in the light, we have fellowship one with another, and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. So praise God for that reading and the hearing of it to our hearts. As uh, dad uh, often says when he's uh, reading these passages uh, each and every day on Sunday morning or Sunday evening, Wednesday evening. That's something I've always grew up uh, hearing my father say. But anyway, uh, you know, we look at these verses here and uh, I realize my camera's a little shaky where I'm, I'm moving the uh these these slides up and down to get to it here but um looking at these verses let's go ahead and what i want to do i'm going to do a little uh 
picture in picture deal here and uh, so you can uh, so we can keep these up as I'm speaking but uh but yeah if we walk in the light all right now remember uh we see this in scripture uh time and time again in regards to the fact uh in Isaiah 2:5 uh John 8:12 uh, we see this in Ephesians and Matthew. We see this throughout the Bible, talking about uh, walking in the light. And we, whenever you see that walking in the light, and again, the word we are reading here from First John uh, one seven, that walking in light is uh, is another way of talking about uh, uh, our spiritual growth. All right, that's what we're getting at here is our spiritual growth. And that's something you know. And and I've mentioned this time and time again in regards to. Uh, uh, our, um, uh, hold on here. I'm getting myself distracted trying to pull these slides up here. Um, well, what I do here? I'm sorry. Anyway, it doesn't matter. The, uh, the fact of the matter is that, um, we need to be in a state of constant growth. And you've heard me say this before. And, you know, sometimes I feel like a broken record. Sometimes when I uh, do these devotions or I'm, I'm, I'm preaching or teaching, sometimes I feel like I repeat myself sometimes. And I probably do. But there are valid points that I feel that are necessary uh, for us uh, to concentrate and focus on. And one of those areas is uh, spiritual growth. And that's when we see that for if we walk in the light, you know, the absence of light is darkness. The absence of God is hell. The absence of God is 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 stressful. Uh, is anxiety. Is fear. Those things without God. But see, God is the light. Jesus is the light of the world. And when we have been illuminated with the things of Jesus Christ, I think it makes us even more aware of our sin-filled lives uh, that we have. And it brings us under great conviction. It brings us under great guilt sometimes as to um, uh, what, uh, um, you know, our, whenever we mess up or screw up. You know, that, that's the old devil wanting us to uh, uh, to constantly uh, be focused on in the fact that, uh, oh, you're not uh, living like you're supposed to, and, and you call yourself a Christian. In fact, I was, as, I mean, if you were at church last night, I was talking about tormenting my, my mother-in-law, and uh, she even said, you, you call yourself a preacher. I said, hey, I don't, but, but other people do. But, uh, you know, the fact it is, sometimes we have that inner voice within us when we mess up and we, and, and we are guilt-ridden and we're, and we're brought under conviction. We hear that voice, oh, and you call yourself a Christian? Uh, and so and so it brings that much more guilt upon us because we are so self-aware uh, and conscious of our sins because we don't want to hurt God. We want to please God. We want to serve God, or at least I hope you do, that you want to serve God with all your heart, with all your soul, with all your mind, uh, that we want to give our all to Jesus Christ. And when we stumble and when we fall, and we will, because we are imperfect people. That's just part of it. You know, that's just part of life. It's just the way it is. Uh, on this side of heaven, uh, God understands our weaknesses. God understands that doesn't give us an excuse. You know, it's, it's amazing how Satan can infiltrate the mind. Remember, this is, we don't wrestle with flesh and blood. It is, it is a battle of the mind. And he can tempt you. And he makes you think, uh, uh, well, you know, you can justify the sin. You know, well, it's okay. Nobody's going to know. Uh, you know, it, it's only natural uh, uh, to think or say or do something that is uh, that you know deep down is sinful. And, uh, you know, he, 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 he gives you this con job as to think, well, you know, well, maybe, you know, God will forgive me. It's all right. I'll do this one time. 
And I don't want to do it again. But then the moment you sin, that's when the devil swoops in and says, God, oh, look at you. Look what you did. You know, I can't believe you. You fell for that. I can't believe you sinned and messed up. So, see, we have the devil, the accuser. See, he, he tempts you. He entices you. He draws you into that sin. And the moment you give in to that sin, then he's right there make, just filling you full of guilt. And, and so the battle continues. Even, after, even when you sin, that battle continues because the devil's still attacking you and trying to, uh, uh, to, to bring you under even more guilt and to make you feel that you're not worthy enough uh, to be God's child. But here's the thing. Uh, we, even though we have our weaknesses, even though we mess up, we're still a child of God. Uh, our sin is no surprise to God. He's all-knowing and all-powerful. He knew what you were going to do even before you do it, but his grace and love is sufficient, and he forgives us despite ourselves. And he says, hey, I understand you messed up, you know, just like if I see one of my kids, if they stumble or if they fall, uh, you know, I want to rush over there and pick them up and uh, say, hey, it's okay. It's all right. Daddy's here. It's going to be okay. Well, that's what Jesus does. He sees us stumble. He sees us fall. He grabs us. He picks us up. And he says, it's all right. I love you. It's going to be okay. And uh, I'm going to take care of you. So, you know, we have the devil, the accuser, trying to bring us down. We have Jesus who uplifts us and, glory, and, and shows his grace upon us, shares mercy upon us, gives forgiveness upon us, and says it's going to be okay. And he dusts us off, and we try that much harder. And we try to walk. You know, you watch a toddler. You watch a, a child as they're trying to walk, and they're stumbling, and they're falling, and they're But as they mature, uh, you know, hopefully they're, they're walking better. They're able to do more. Well, that's what Jesus wants. He wants us to, to grow. And that's when we see this walking in the light. He wants us to grow into that spiritual maturity, not to be independent, but to be dependent upon the things of Jesus Christ, knowing that we are nothing in and of ourselves, but we are in, but we are something when we have Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. But he says that he is alive. Jesus is alive. We have fellowship with one another, even though we have fellowship with other like-minded believers. That's why it's important to be in church, because you need to be surrounded. When two or more gather together, God is there. We need that that uh, that ecclesia, that assembling of ourselves together, so be with like-minded believers. Stone sharpens stone, and that's why that's important. But on top of that fellowship with one another, we see here we have that fellowship with Christ Jesus. And that's something that we need to really uh, appreciate and praise God for that, uh, you know, and that's something I pray for myself daily to have a more close, more intimate walk with Jesus Christ. In fact, you've, you've heard there's many songs out there uh, about walking with Jesus Christ. I want to say the, uh, the Statler brothers did a song like that. I could be wrong. But anyway, um, uh, that that we want that intimate relationship with Jesus Christ and the blood of Jesus Christ, his son, cleanses us from all sin. Is that not a wonderful thing? That Jesus' atoning work upon the cross, his blood bought us, redeemed us, saved us from a very real hell, something I, I hit on last night. But here's it, you know, we, we were all born into sin, that the, the disease of sin and death that was brought upon by Adam, uh, the, the very first man and the very first woman, Eve, because of that, because of when sin entered the world, we were all born with that disease, but the blood of Christ cleanses us, wipes us clean. And, uh, you know, in fact, there's a sermon I, I, uh, that I have that I want to, to discuss talking about that very thing. So I don't want to get too far into that because I don't want to spoil uh, the message uh, that the Lord has laid on my heart uh, uh, that I may, uh, next time I preach on a Sunday morning, I'm going to talk about what I'm talking about, to ha how that works, that cleanses us from all sin. But as for right now, the illustration I will use is the fact that you had a, a dirty, dry erase board. And, uh, you know, if you take that, that eraser and you, you wipe all that, Dry, that 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 ink off of that is just as wide and clear and clean as it can be. 
Jesus does that for us. His, his blood bought us out of the, the slavery of sin. He bought us out of our, uh, our, our, our death sentence to hell. He cleansed us. He bought us. He redeemed us. He sanctified us. We are new creatures and new people in Christ Jesus. So praise God for his atoning grace and mercy that uh, he is, uh, sorry, oh, sorry, I didn't mean to put my hand in front of the camera. Sorry about that. But uh, that he, he bought us out. So uh, praise God for that. And so when you hear these kind of things, that should make you even more excited as Christians. It makes you even more excited that we should walk in the light, that Jesus Christ is the light, that we have that fellowship with the Lord Jesus Christ, that he's not separate from us. We don't have to go through a priest. No longer do we have to go through certain rituals in order to try to get close to God. What we have is a direct line of communication between us and God in that his blood has saved us and cleansed us from all unrighteousness. So when you go out throughout the day today, and if you mess up, all right, it's easy to beat yourself up. And that's what the devil wants you to do. He wants you to beat yourself up. He wants you to be guilt-ridden and feel like, why bother? Why should I even try? But that's when you have to put on that full armor of God, be ready for the battle at hand, and realize that Jesus Christ will give you the strength to endure and to persevere and to pick yourself back up. Thank you, David. And uh, so help. So just spend that time in prayer and uh, pray for God. Uh, you know, you know, God's word says if we draw close to Him, He'll draw close to us. Work on that intimate relationship with Him and realize of, uh, of His saving grace and mercy, and let that joy fill you. And let you be, and let God use you in a mighty way. And like I said, no matter what stage of life you're in, God can use you in every area. There's those who are new baby Christians. Uh, we have young adults. We have middle aged. We have those who are retired. That goes to our church. And no matter what stage of life you're in, remember Jesus can use you in a great and mighty way. Let us have a word of prayer. Then, Father Lord, we thank you. We love you, and we praise you. Lord, thank you for another wonderful day that you bless us with. Lord, thank you for your grace and your mercy. Lord, let us uh, always rejoice uh, that we are walking in the light, that you're, you are the light of the world. Lord, let that, when we read that, that uh, we're walking in light, that we understand that that is spiritual growth. Help us, Lord, to grow to full spiritual maturity and help us, Lord, to be a reflection of you in all areas of our life and uh, to serve you well. And Lord, if there's anyone watching this morning that doesn't know you, let him pray this prayer. Dear God, Forgive me of all my sins. Jesus, I know you died on the cross for me. I know you rose in the grave for me. Come into my heart and save me. Fill me with you, Holy Spirit. Lord, be with all of our teachers and children and uh, bus drivers and parents that are going to school today. Let them get there and back safely with any problems or complications. Those who are uh, on fall break this week, you'll be with all those that are traveling. Be with our uh, all those who have uh, prayer requests, concerns that uh, uh, were written at the church, uh, spoken verbally, and, and those that are written on social media. Lord, you know those hearts and minds and concerns there and that your will be done in each and every situation. Be with our first responders, police officers, active military be with this country lord uh, the god of this world has blinded a great many people and i pray that you'll touch hearts and minds and illuminate uh, those minds that have come to know you be with our president bless him mightily yeah, protect him and his family give him wisdom and discernment in jesus name i pray amen i appreciate each and every y'all watching this morning it's always a pleasure and an honor to get to do these uh, little devotionals each and every day and uh, of course i 
I realize that I do this every day, but uh, you know, if you if you have friends or family you think would like to uh, watch these uh, daily devotionals, uh, they're on Facebook. They can find me at uh, on uh, Doc Young seventy seven S. And uh, if they don't do Facebook, of course they can do uh, Twitter at uh, Dr. Matthias Young. And don't forget that each week that I uh, have a podcast. Uh, the Doc Young Chronicles, uh, that's on Apple iTunes, and if you don't, uh, uh, if you if you look on there, you should see a little icon that says podcast, You or you may have to download it, just type in Doc Young Chronicles, you can listen to sermons, I've already uh, uploaded sermons from yesterday, uh, these daily devotionals, uh, sometimes when people are working or doing things, they just want to hear the audio while they're doing certain things, working out, whatever it may be, and this gives you that opportunity, uh, Lord willing, this week we'll be talking to Kerry Astrup, next week will be Steve Mann, so I definitely uh, want to tune in uh, to that, and uh, and if you uh, want to watch any past sermons, you can always go to flbconline.com and watch as well. I appreciate everybody for watching today, and I hope everybody has a great day today, a fantabulous day, and remember, live each day as if it were your last, because one day it will be. Thank you, and God bless.